There's a huge addition to the transfer portal, and the Kentucky Wildcats are currently in a hot pursuit. We talk about Baylor Shireman on today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You are Locked on Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked on Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things, but on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked on Kentucky, we've got some really big news out of the transfer portal. No commitments. No commitments, but there has been a prospect that has entered the portal that the Wildcats are in hot pursuit of right now that I think would just about solidify Kentucky's chances at a national title this upcoming season. Before we get into that, though, just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. So let's go ahead and get into it. Huge Kentucky prospect in the portal, Baylor Shireman. This is a guard out of South Dakota State, and if you know anything about the Jackrabbits, immediately what comes to mind if you're a college football fanatic out there, or you know maybe you just watch it occasionally, you kind of know what the Jackrabbits are about. They're known for their three-point shooting. Really, really good offensive team, really, really efficient, knows how to shoot the basketball. Was only able to score 57 points in a first-round exit against fourth-seed Providence this, uh, this past tournament, but uh, offensively, they're... Very dangerous, and they were in their respective conference. But Baylor Shireman, a guard out of South Dakota State, has announced that he is entering the transfer portal. And before I get into, you know, some of the numbers here, I just want to go over the list of teams that have expressed interest in this kid. Duke, Kansas, Gonzaga, Arizona, UCLA, Florida, Baylor, Texas, Memphis, Alabama, Louisville, and Michigan State. And then you can throw Kentucky in there as well. Those schools have already shown interest in this kid, and he's not been in the portal for more than about 48 hours now, which is absolutely insane. The Summit League Player of the Year this past season, he averaged 16.2 points, 7.8 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and shot 50.8% from the field. And get this, 47% from three. He's a Nebraska native, six foot six guard, 31st nationally in offensive rating according to Ken Palm, and he had the fifth best offensive rating out of players that were used at least 20% of possessions. Those are, without being dramatic, those are really, really good numbers. And you may immediately say, well, he wasn't playing in a very good conference. And you're right. It's fair. He was not playing in a very good conference, and quite frankly, he didn't play a lot of really good teams last season. Got to play Alabama, got to play Providence, scored 18 points against the Friars in the round of 64 of the NCAA tournament, but he didn't really have a lot of opportunity to show his stuff against a legitimate opponent, and I think that that's a fair concern. What I will say at the same time, though, is not every single prospect, transfer, or recruit has to either be a five-star guy or has to be coming from uh, an elite Power 5 school 
to they don't they don't have to come from that background to be successful. We've seen a ton of different guys in the NBA and quite frankly in college transfer to schools uh, that that were prestigious, come coming from essentially some no name guys, some no name places rather, and they've been able to succeed. I think Baylor Shireman could be one of those guys, and I don't really think it takes a lot of persuasion to kind of kind of get people all on the same train, which is this kid is really, really good. It should not take much to persuade you, considering I just listed all of these different teams that are coming after him. Let me repeat, Duke, Kansas, Gonzaga, and Arizona, Baylor, UCLA, Texas, Louisville, Michigan State, all these different teams are coming after this kid. He's not even been in the portal for just a couple of days. Just a couple of days. Now, now, when you look at Kentucky's roster right now, you would like to think that the front court is set and the back court, for the most part, is set, but they are missing one piece. We've talked about this. They're missing that bucket getter, right? Antonio Reeves... Transfer from Illinois State. Going to talk about him a little bit more in just a second. Finally released his top five, by the way. So Antonio Reeves initially looks like that bucket getter for the Wildcats in the portal. And then Baylor enters the, the, uh, the fray here. And I know that it's this might get pegged as recency bias. And I know that there are probably a lot of people on social media that are saying similar things to what I'm saying right now. But like... This is why you are patient when it comes to weighing your options in the transfer portal, right? Because you may lock down a kid that you think is good and you don't want anybody else to take him. And the moment that you decide to do that, somebody else that is just as good or better or maybe a better system fit comes along, even though you've already locked up a kid at the same position. I think... When you look at Antonio Reeves and you look at Baylor Shireman, Shireman was the more efficient shooter. And I think that Kentucky, based on their need, I think they should try and attempt to get this kid. Maybe let him play the three a little bit along with Chris Livingston. Maybe. But I think primarily he would work as a shooting guard who knows? I may be completely off on that. You may say in the comments, like, well, Lance, he worked at the three at South Dakota State, so what do you know? But but genuinely, I think that Kentucky is in pursuit of both of these guys, but now that Shireman has entered the, the situation here, and you look at all the different teams that are coming after him, I mean, you would like to think that Kentucky takes, takes a shot at him. And I and honestly, if we're if we're gonna lean heavy one way or the other, it's like, well, which one should Kentucky be in in pursuit of more? I would say Baylor Shireman. Now that may be recency bias, but I mean, just you look at his numbers. It's not often that you're gonna get a kid that was averaging 16 points, grabbing seven rebounds, dishing out four and a half assists while shooting 50% from the floor and 47% from three. Those kids just don't come often. They're, they they just don't they just don't come often. I mean, you, you take that. Even though he was playing in the Summit League, you take that 100%. So I really, really hope that Kentucky's able to bring him in. Baylor Shireman, going to be talking about him a little bit more until he commits to somewhere, essentially. And then I want to talk a little bit about, about of uh, Antonio Reeves. 
in a second going to talk about his top five, Kentucky included. Before we discuss that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar has these new things called Puffs. If you have not tried them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars out there. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're absolutely delicious, covered in 100% real chocolate, and Built Bar has a ton of different flavors, not just for Puffs, but for just regular Built Bars as well. And they've got this new flavor, white chocolate cookies and cream, absolutely delicious. If Built thinks a flavor might be good, they will make it. It will be delicious, and it will also be good for you. They've got a ton of different flavors over at Built.com, and right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off over at Built.com. Go check them out. All right, moving along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky Lance Daw here with you. Antonio Reeves has Kentucky in his top five. So this past weekend, uh, we heard some rumblings on social media that Kentucky might be picking up a commitment. Uh, a lot of people assumed it would be Antonio Reeves, and nothing happened. And so here we are. It's Wednesday now, and it kind of feels like Kentucky's backed off of him a little bit. I don't necessarily know what's happened there. But Antonio Reeves still has Kentucky in his top five. And when you look at this, this list, you would like to think that Kentucky's still the favorite. The top five includes Nebraska, Xavier, Oregon, and DePaul. And then Kentucky's in there as well. The only other team there that I, uh, that I if, if it were me, I would be giving serious consideration would be Oregon. If I'm Antonio Reeves, maybe Xavier. But yeah, I, I think that if Kentucky wanted this kid, they could get him over these four other schools. Of course, we've heard the, the concerns about why he may not want to come here, or at least I have, just reading th- through uh, some of y'all's comments here on YouTube. And some of y'all have said, I think playing time might be a concern for him. And now that Kentucky's got this backcourt with Cason Wallace... And um, and Severe Wheeler, you know, the, the question is like, well, will Antonio Reeves be able to actually work and get his playing time? How difficult is that going to be? And then also, some of you have said already in my YouTube comments, haven't even had time to upload an episode about Baylor Shireman. It's like, yo, this kid's entered the transfer portal from South, from South Dakota State. Maybe Kentucky's backed off of Antonio Reeves a little bit, and they're kind of leaning towards Baylor now. I don't know. I don't know. We can only sit here and speculate until we get some more news about it. But I think the question you have to ask here is, does Kentucky need Antonio Reeves over Baylor Shireman? Do they need him over uh, Shireman? Again, we go back to the statistics. Antonio Reeves, 39% three-point shooter last season. That's great. But you also have to acknowledge the fact that he was like a sub-32% three-point shooter during his first two years in college. So you have to ask the question, like, okay, if we're willing to take a chance on Reeves, let's first acknowledge the fact that he had to really work to get to this point to where he's shooting efficiently at this low level. What's he going to look like once he makes the transition to the Wildcats and the SEC? What, is that, what does that jump look like? knowing that his floor is lower than where we would like it to be. Where you look at Shireman, and while it may be a similar issue, I think that it's 
it's the problem is solved by looking at the rest of his numbers, right? He's not necessarily a ball hog. He was not used in the offense a ton, according to Kim Palm last season. But whenever he was, he was very efficient. He did everything for the Jackrabbits. So I, I think that you look at the numbers and you look at what Kentucky needs right now. And while they do need that bucket getter, Shireman could be that guy. He could be that guy. He's not just a three-point shooter, shooting 51% from the floor as well. So I, I think that Kentucky, if we're going to take a chance here on, on a lower-level uh, kid from a, a from from a school that's not in the Power Six, then I, I think that we're going to take Shireman over Antonio Reeves. That's just my opinion. I may be completely off on that. Kentucky may eventually pick up Reeves, and then Shireman goes to like Duke or something, and we all have to complain about it for an offseason until we get to see him. But I I really like what Kentucky's got in the potential of picking up Baylor Shireman. And apparently I like to say his name a lot, considering I've said it half a million times. All right. Antonio Reeves, Kentucky in his top five. Baylor Shireman in the transfer portal, Kentucky in hot pursuit. There's one more thing I want to talk about on today's episode. Kentucky and the NBA, the mock drafts coming out. Where are Kentucky's players being mocked to go? I want to talk about the two and ESPN's most recent mock draft in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now virtually impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning while the, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can just use Rock Auto? Rock Auto is also a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they have everything you could need, from brake parts to uh, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And right now, you can go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. All right, wrapping up the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Daw here with you. Thank you guys so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day want to ask everybody out there watching on YouTube, hey, hit the subscribe button. Over 80% of people that watch me are not subscribed. Y'all got to start hitting that sub button, dude. We're consistently putting out all things Kentucky content. We're going to be talking a lot over the offseason about different hypotheticals, over-unders, different things like that, just getting hyped for the upcoming season. Subscribe. It's going to be a good time. Going to be taking a lot of listener questions as well over the offseason. So if you've got some, if you've got some and we're and I'm not asking for them, just leave them in the, in the YouTube comments below and say, hey, do you want to discuss this on the show? And I may say, absolutely. Let's make it happen. And if you're listening on podcast format, leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say about the pod. Anyway, Kentucky in the NBA mock drafts. Where are Kentucky players being mocked to go? So ESPN put out a, uh, a recent mock draft just a couple of days ago. And Kentucky's got two players in the first round. And obviously, Shaden Sharp, the one in the lottery. According to ESPN, Sharp will go sixth 
to the Portland Trailblazers, and this is what ESPN has to say about Sharp and the Trailblazers. With Portland clearing the books and going younger and more development-focused at the moment, 18-year-old Sharp makes a lot of sense here. The former former uh, number one player in his high school class, Sharp is a smooth shot creator who shoots it easy from three, is effortless getting to his spots off the bounce, and can play above the rim explosively. And at least he has the tools and size, six foot six, seven foot wingspan, to eventually evolve into a serviceable defender as he gains experience. After watching him live at Kentucky practice this season, Sharp is also an underrated passer with the offensive talent you see from NBA All Stars. Sharp may not be ready to help turn the Blazers into a playoff contender as a rookie, but given the recent success of physically gifted shot creators like Anthony Edwards, he's a valuable talent at this part of the draft, as there are simply aren't many other players who can create offense like he can. That's what ESPN says about him. Pretty much spot on, other than I don't believe that he's he's Anthony Edwards. I think he's, he's different in his own right. I don't think he's as physical attacking the rim as Anthony Edwards is probably the first thing that I would say. But yeah, Shaden Sharp, really, really good ISO creator. And that's kind of what Kentucky was missing this season. And it goes back to what we've been talking about since Kentucky left the NCAA tournament. Was like, if they just had that bucket getter, they had that guy they could go to in isolation. If they had a guy they could go to down or tied, excuse me, uh, before they went to overtime. Like a guy like Shaden Sharp would have been nice. Unfortunately, injuries and sometimes people getting held out can, um, can change that. But Shaden Sharp going to the to the Trailblazers, I think it would make a lot of sense. Damian Lillard needs some help. And uh, Portland doesn't really seem interested in getting him much help. Uh, they haven't for a while now, but I think Sharp, hey, I think that he would be a great selection at six. And then the other guy here, Ty Ty Washington going 17th overall to the Houston Rockets. And this is what ESPN says about Washington and the Rockets. Opinions around the NBA are mixed regarding the long-term future of Kevin Porter Jr. in Houston after what's been a roller coaster ride of a, of a short NBA career thus far. Adding another steady-handed guard in the backcourt in Washington who can play with or without the ball, excels in pick and roll and is a strong perimeter shooter. Makes some sense here, especially since he has the size and length to play in many different lineup configurations. And I think Ty Ty Washington, the Rockets, would be nice. Of course, the last thing that I want to see is a Kentucky player go to a barren wasteland of of, uh, of talent in the Houston Rockets. Or I wouldn't necessarily say a barren wasteland of talent. I think Porter Jr. and Jalen Green are, are good, respectively. It's just not a good team right now. And I, I think the question you have to ask yourself is, okay, going 17th, it does Washington change their... That outcome, right? Does it does it improve where they're at as a team? And I don't necessarily know what team would be better fitted to get Washington services. I just know that based on the personnel that the Rockets have, I don't know if Washington would be the best fit for them. And you, people may disagree with that. That's okay. Don't know a ton about uh, the Rockets. But but I honestly, if you're if you're going to take Washington, I think you want to be able to put him in a role where he can succeed without being suppressed by um, some other younger stars that kind of play similarly to him. That's just that's just my thought there. And we'll definitely keep up with this as as the uh, as the NBA draft gets closer. We'll also be talking about some Kentucky players in the NBA as the uh, as the playoffs go on. I asked on Twitter uh, just yesterday. 
What team, what NBA team do you pull for? Some of you said Celtics. One of you said the Pistons. One of you said the Grizzlies. Uh, some mixed answers in there. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments below, what NBA team do you pull for? I re- I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm thinking about having some guys on the show to kind of talk about some NBA stuff uh, with, with Kentucky. I'm trying to figure out who would be the best guy to get first, essentially. So leave it in the YouTube comments. You're listening on podcast format. Hit us on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDaw underscore. And you can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, again, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. And God bless.